I'm reviewing here! Hello, everybody. Let me let me use the echo. I haven't used this in a while. Let me start over. Hello, everybody. It's your host. Hey, kids, it's me, Hershey. You want some chocolate? Just kidding. Um, Hershey Park. If you if you ever, if you've ever been to Hershey Park back in the day, there used to be someone who said that. I won't say it again though, because I don't want to hurt my throat. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of I'm Reviewing Here, a podcast where I, Matthew Bussey, watches and reviews sight and sounds top greatest movies of all time. I'm currently at number three. Two and one. And then that's it. I'm done. No, just kidding. I got a lot to go through, and it's been very, very uh fascinating. It has been. It's very uh, you know, getting a lot of college film school throwback vibes. It is a little nostalgic. Um it's good. You know, is there a, a common theme among the movies? Not exactly. I you know, I've said a lot that a lot of these movies are kind of like rediscovered you know, years later, like, they came out back in the day, they didn't make any money, and then now critics were like, oh, actually, they're really good. That's kind of been, I guess, one commonality around uh, some of the films, but eh, some of them are just, you know, pretty much, you know, you you know them, you've heard of them. Citizen Kane, The Birds, Showgirls, yeah, all of them, you've heard of them. Yeah, oh, what a day, what a life, what a week. Guys, this is actually the second episode I'm recording today. I just recorded the last episode. I'm doing it all in one day because the next few weeks are crazy. Because, baby, I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. Yeah, um, it's a lot. There's a lot going on. I mean, look, I this is a podcast. It's public. I'm not going to talk about my personal life. I do, but I'm usually being funny about it. Um, not that my life right now, like the things coming up are funny. They're not funny per se, but you know, some things I'm going to keep personal to myself. You know, I'd rather keep them, uh, to myself or only talk to my therapist about them or, you know, my journal or, um, the sky ever talk to the sky. I don't, that was a bad joke. I had, I thought I had a joke in there, but I don't. Um, yeah, it's, it's a weird, uh, it's, it's, it was a long, last week I'm recording this on a Sunday. Last week was long, 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 long. Yeah, it was long. Um, everyone's having a baby. I mean, everyone's always having a baby. It's how we're, we exist. It's how we procreate. But like lately, every time I go on social media, someone's pregnant, either a celeb or someone I went to high school with. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. All these COVID babies, they are just popping out like, like, uh, what's the quote in Juno? T-shirt guns? Yeah. I'm actually not a Juno fan. I'm sorry. Juno's not on the list, though, so we don't have to talk about that movie. Yeah, everyone's having babies. You know, it's weird. The other day, I was, like, on Facebook, and someone, I could see, it was, like, probably the 10th time that day, someone had said that they were going to have a baby, and I literally yelled, OBJECTION! (laughs) Into my computer. OBJECTION! I've never done that before in my life. I've done a lot of weird things. I've yelled at my computer. One time in college, a friend convinced me to watch um, Two Girls, One Cup. And, you know, if do not do it. Do not watch 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 it. Okay? Do not watch it. Just hear about it and do not watch it. I yelled at my computer then because they did not tell me that it plays on a loop and it doesn't let you turn off. You know, It doesn't let you exit the the 
internet, you know, whatever tab you're on. So I freaked out and I think I was, yeah, that was the last time I actually screamed at my computer. The objection, it wasn't like a negative thing. I mean, it was obviously objection has no good connotation to it, but uh, it's just a lot. <sighs> pressure. Under pressure. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah. I do love babies, though. Babies are adorable. For a while. I can only babysit for, like, an hour, and then I'm kind of like, okay, okay, I think I need to go in the other room and, you know, have some tea. I don't know. It, it's, it's a lot. I do love kids, though. Kids are cute. Kids are cute. I don't think there are any kids in today's episode's movie... I don't think there are any kids. There probably are. But um, yeah, this movie today is... Uh... Sigh. We'll get into it, obviously. No, okay. Positive. I'm going to be positive. This is a movie by a very acclaimed uh, kind of like cult director. Like he's that director that a lot of film nerds uh, like me have know about. This is only the second movie of his that I've ever seen. This is, my friends, Syndrome and a Century. No, Syndromes and a Century. Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. Yeah, Syndromes and a Century. Take a listen. Jesus Christ, that was loud. Guys, uh, 
uh, I uploaded that and I forgot how loud the middle of that trailer gets and I had to this is the first time I've ever had to decrease the volume of a trailer which is very ironic because Syndromes in the Century is the slowest movie one of the slowest movies I think I've ever seen in my life and that trailer is very misleading the trailer makes it seem like it's like boom chicka boom bye rah you know like crazy action and music and love and everything Oh, me, oh, my. Syndromes and a Century. Okay, a little backstory uh, about this movie and the director. This is by a very acclaimed director, like I said. His name is... I've been practicing. Apichapong Wirasthiko... Shit. Apichapong. Apichapong is his first name, and it's the coolest name in the world. Apichapong. He's a Thai director. Thai, if you don't know what that is, it means that they are from Thailand. Okay, get a map. Thailand's supposed to be beautiful. I'm like dying to go there. It's on my bucket list. He's a he he's a a very he he's been considered by some critics to be one of the greatest directors ever, uh, and he's still alive. This movie came out. And <laughs> it's always like morbid when I say that. They're still alive, by the way. Sorry, I don't know why I, I, I say it that way, but, um, well, I have to, because, you know, I don't know, it's, it's good to know if these directors are alive or not. He is still alive. Uh, he, he, um, he's a, he's a, I, I never knew really his style of filming until two years ago, 2021. Yes, horrible friggin' year. Um, Literally yesterday, I was uh, working this event, and this guy would not stop telling me about 2021, and I almost had to cut him off and say, I I'm sorry, you're being very sweet, but can we please change the subject? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I completely lost track. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know why? Because I was thinking about the conversation. 2021, let's not get into that. That was just one of the worst years of my life, and a lot of lives in general. COVID, 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 hate you, COVID, die, COVID. Uh, 2021, Api Chapong came out with a movie, an American released, America released movie by Neon. Neon is, uh, if you Google Neon film, like, uh, well, you're going to get a lot of results, but Neon is a film distributor. They do a lot of really good movies. And so for them to pick up this movie by this guy who traditionally makes Thai movies uh, was like a really big deal. This movie, uh, and I'll, I'll put the trailer for this movie in the show notes, it's called uh, Memoria. It stars the always incredible, strange, and I say that with all due respect, Tilda Swinton. She can do no bad anywhere in any performance that she does. They were showing this at the Philadelphia Film Festival that I always go to, and I remember seeing it. And, you know, from the trailer, I was like, okay, this looks really interesting. I'm really curious. And you'll see that in the trailer. You're, like, literally going, you'll literally go, huh? What? Huh? It's a movie where Tilda Swinton uh, is this, I believe she's an archaeologist. I think so. And I think she's living in Colombia, uh, the country, Colombia. And she hears this noise. And this noise is like, boom, it's really weird. And only she can hear it. And she try she goes on this like mission to find out what this noise is. Now that sounds like a really fascinating, uh bizarre but fascinating story, you know? Guys, Memoria put half the theater to sleep, myself included. It's that slow. Now, 
I'm not trying to be mean. I'm going to kind of compliment the movie uh, and Apichapong, you know, in a, in, a, in a minute or two. But it is one of the slowest movies I think I've ever had to sit through my whole life. And I've seen a lot, okay? I've seen Lost in Translation. Great movie, but incredibly very slow. I mean, I remember watching Memoria and probably a half hour through, my eyes started to go. And I was like, well, that, it can't be the movie. I'm invested in the movie and what's going to happen? What, what's going on? And then a minute later from like the row behind me, uh-oh, somebody, somebody had fallen asleep. And then an hour into the movie, <laughs> yeah, someone meowed in the theater when they uh, snored. And then eventually I fell asleep. I, I, I think I, I fell asleep for like 10 minutes of the movie. And when, when it was over, like no one clapped. Everyone kind of just got up and left. <laughs> and um, the movie was critically acclaimed. Uh, what was slow about it? Api Chapong is a director who loves to film shots all in one shot from a faraway distance with very minimal dialogue and no real narrative, no action, nothing. And the way he does it, it's like taking 25 melatonin at once. It's like injecting, it's like going under anesthesia, but much slower. It's, it's a, a soporific, you know, he, he, his movies are, they induce sleepiness, you know, soporific. Ooh, ooh, I love using that word. Um, soporific, that's how Memoria, that's the best way I could describe the movie. Now, look, it stuck with me. Because I've fallen asleep to some movies because, yes, I was bored, but not necessarily that. It was also because I just didn't get enough sleep. Memoria, like, puts a spell on you, you know? I mean, that's why I think Apichap... Oh, 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 I almost got it wrong. Apichap... Oh, crap. No, now I'm paranoid. Oh, hold on just a second. Yeah, Apichap Pong, sorry. I think that's why he is so acclaimed for uh the movies that he does because yeah he, he the way he films he he's an artist he's a real artist he is um he doesn't care if you find his movies boring he doesn't care that there aren't real narratives in his movies now i say that this is only the second syndromes in the century is only the second movie of his that i've seen but guys it was the exact same experience as when I watched Memoria. I was so bored. Oh my god. I was so bored. So bored. So bored. And I don't like saying that because, again, like, he has a great vision, Apichapong. He does. I like that he follows by his own rules, uh, but Syndrome's in the Century, it's the same thing. It's a soporific movie. Soporific? Soporific? Soapy. No, not soapy. It's the same thing. The way that he films these th these scenes is just, it's like, 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 uh, Glinda the Good Witch, like, you know, She's invisible and she's standing next to you and she is just out loud going, go to sleep. Now it's time to go to sleep. You know, like as you're watching an Apichapong movie. It, again, though, I I keep saying again, again, um, maybe that's the good thing. 
about his movies. Maybe that's why so many people love them. Not that it makes them want to go to sleep, but um, that's a little harsh. But, you know, I've read a lot of reviews about Syndromes in the Century, and it's like I could agree with what they were saying, but I couldn't at the same time. Syndromes in the Century, uh, yeah, this came out, like I said, in 2006. Um, it's described as a memoir you know, was written and directed by Appy Chapung, and it's described as a memoir of his parents and how they met. Uh, they were both in the medical field, and they, they met um, working at a hospital in, I believe, in Bangkok. This movie, you know, and wh when I read that, I went, oh my god, this is going to be really cute. It's going to be like a cute little romance with like a little artsy indie, you know, spin to it, and I think it got great reviews. There's no plot in this movie. There's no plot. Um, even before recording this episode, I had to do a lot of research to try and make sure I don't screw anything up because I was like watching the movie and I was so confused and bewildered in kind of a bad way. Bewildered, not in a, oh, I want to see what happens next, but bewildered in a way that was like, all right, I think, I think I'm, I'm losing my mind here because what am I supposed to do? Now is Appy Chapung, does he, is he doing that on purpose? Yeah, I think so. I totally think so. Syndromes and a Century. Um, I love the title of the movie, by the way. Okay, so this is basically two movies in one. Um, I've been seeing a lot of that lately. The other movie I did a few episodes ago, Distant Voices Still Lives, which I also didn't like. I'm sorry. They also, like, two movies. This one is essentially two movies, though. Okay, so it opens up at this hospital in uh, Thailand, in in this rural part of Thailand. I forget. Uh, no, I, don't, I didn't catch what town it is, but it's rural, you know, uh, beautiful. The doctor's offices, you know, the windows are down and you see, like, palm trees and trees right outside and it's uh you know that starts off we see this uh female doctor named dr uh toey toey t-o-e-y toey i think that's how you say it. i think it's how you pronounce her name and she's very sweet and again like i said at the beginning api Punk, he films all these scenes like far away so like the movie starts off you know she's interviewing dr nong nong uh nong N-O-H-N-G. I'm so sorry. She's interviewing him. He's uh, He has experience, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> with being a doctor. I don't know what specifically. He's a podiatrist. No, I'm just kidding. But, you know, uh, I like this part because, you know, she's interviewing him. And you are literally, you know, Api Chapung makes it seem like you are in the very back corner of the office watching. The camera does not move. They're talking. The camera's in the very back. It is as still as a rock. And, you know, like, they get up to leave, and then the camera will, like, slowly pan to the right. You know in Zootopia, like, when the sloth uh, goes to speak, and he's like, hey, uh, like that. Like, that's kind of, like, what this whole movie is like. <laughs> So, you know, uh, they interview each other. Uh, we meet a few other characters um, at this hospital. There's a monk who is convinced that he can communicate with chickens. Yep. There uh, is a dentist. His name is Dr. Uh, Play, P-L-E. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, and, you know, we learn a little bit, like, he wanted to um, be a country singer 
and he loves to sing Thai country music, which I didn't even know existed, but apparently it does. Uh, and, and yeah, you know, so we meet these people. It's all very quirky, and um, we're kind of like, what, where is this going? Who is, I, I guess Dr. Uh, Tui is going to fall in love with one of them, but no, that, that doesn't really happen. Um, and if I'm stopping myself, it's because I just don't really know what happens next. There are just a lot of conversations. There are, there are some flashbacks where, you know, Tui meets this guy and they both get along. And I was a little confused. I, I, I think my thing was I, I couldn't understand if, if Tui was, was meant to fall in love with Dr. Nong or Dr. Play. Plea. Plea. I, I don't know how to say That um, kind of confused me. A little bit. There's just yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> How many times have I said confused and apichapong? I'm going to keep saying apichapong just because it's the coolest name in the world. But you know, okay. There's not really a plot in this movie. That's okay. Um, I can live with that. It's totally fine. I also, but you know, I was very uh, bewildered. Like I said, I didn't under. I don't understand why chicken is such a theme in this movie. You know, there's the scene with the monk who says he can communicate with chicken. There's another scene where a doctor warns another monk that, I, actually, I think it's the same one, that he needs to stop eating chicken because it contains a lot of cholesterol. And then, you know, in the same scene, the doctor asks this other monk near him how long his mother has had asthma. And the monk just smiles and nods his head yes, and then the scene ends. There's another scene that I also didn't understand where Dr. Play is uh, doing, uh, cleaning one of the monk's teeth. And they do it differently where, um, well, I don't know, it's different in every country. But here, at least, like, you know, when they do your teeth, you can wear, like, glasses, you know. But here they have this, like, cloth covering the monk's face and he keeps pulling it off because he just says, I, I prefer it off. And this is like, it feels like it's like a five minute scene. And then it ends. What's the point? There's another scene um, where we see uh, the hallway of this hospital. It's a different hospital. Oh, I didn't get to part two of the movie. I'll get to that in a sec. This happens in part two. We see the hallway of this hospital, and there's a patient with no legs and only one arm, like hopping slash crawling down the hallway. I, I I just I, I tried my best to, to interpret this and I couldn't. I couldn't. Part two of this movie though is very odd in that it's um pretty much the same as part one. Now when does part one end? I have no idea. I'm assuming it's when we get out of the rural hospital and Apichapong transfers the location to Bangkok, to this hospital in Bangkok. Bangkok, sorry, Bangkok. Uh and this is, you know, urban, so it's different. But this suddenly all... Th- 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 there's there's a scene that kind of starts all this, and it's the same. It's the same people from the beginning, Dr. Tui and Dr. Nung, and she's interviewing him again. And it's the same thing from the beginning, except they're in an urban setting. And, you know... It's just bizarre. There, there's I even took one note, you know... 
she's interviewing him and then she she asks him to uh clench his right hand and and she does and then i even wrote here she just stares and stares and stares and then they have sex no they don't um yeah so we're transferred to um this urban hospital we meet a bunch of other characters there's uh you know a character who's had carbon mono- a patient who's had carbon monoxide poisoning there's a very very surreal moment where there are these doctors talking to this other patient i for- or it might actually be the same patient the one with carbon monoxide poisoning but they're talking at this table and they're talking and talking and talking and then the camera just slowly 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 backs up and then you see this nurse at the forefront of the frame, you know, at the table, and she's staring at the camera. She's staring directly into the camera. And then the camera just, you know, slowly goes back in. It, again, it's it's like... Ow, I just hit my foot. You probably got heard that. Um, I didn't understand any of this movie. Um, I will say that, yes, moments like that are very, very... Um, surreal and they're meant to be surreal and they're meant to you know i was gonna say they're meant to move you but i don't even think that they are how does this movie end i'll tell you how it ends well near the end of the movie uh you know we see uh oh god wait no what does happen at the end of the movie crap oh no sorry here are my notes uh dr nung um apparently has a new girlfriend. Now, I got confused, and I'll tell you why I got confused, because the camera is always so far away that I couldn't tell which character was which. <laughs> I couldn't. So I thought at the end here, Dr. Nung and Dr. Tui were making out, because we see Dr. Nung, and he's kissing this girl. Uh, and then, um, apparently, I was wrong. Apparently, it's not Dr. Tui. It's a different girl that he just met. Uh, and... <laughs> Wow, like way too. The, the, here's what happens next. They start kissing and then they kind of giggle, and he backs up and he has a massive boner in his pants. And it's the fakest looking boner I've ever seen. It's like someone put like a huge piece of steak and like shoved it in his in his pants. <laughs> Seriously. I, I just, I mean, it's meant to be funny. I get it, but it was like a complete. Oh my God, what the. Jesus, what? It's near the very end of the movie. And then how does the movie end? This scene is actually on YouTube, which you can watch. Um, It ends with a group of people in town uh, in, I think it's still in Bangkok. They're outside and they are doing this like Zumba, like aerobics class. And like, it's a huge crowd of people and they're all doing it and they're all dancing. And then the movie ends. It ends. I, 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 I'm sorry, I did not like it. I did not, um, I, I'll, I'll say what I, what I really like. I like how Api Pong is a director who knows what he wants and gets what he wants, you know? Now, when I say that, that makes it seem like he's like a, you know, like a pompous guy. No, 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 that, that came out wrong. This movie was, um... Did you hear my voice just then? I just I just went. Ee! He um th- this movie Syndromes in the Century. It was actually 
hardly got a release in Bangkok because uh, the board of censors there, they wanted him to remove four scenes. They uh, One of them, obviously, was the boner scene. But there was another one. You know, there was a scene where uh, a monk is playing a guitar. I think this is the scene. I did like this moment. There's There's a monk playing a guitar, and I think he's playing a cover of If I Fell by the Beatles. You know that song? If I fell in love with you, would you promise to be true and help me understand? Because I've been... Yeah, blah, 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 blah. That scene, which apparently is sacrilegious. is stupid. And I even looked this up too. Uh, a scene with two monks playing with a remote control flying saucer. Yeah, I do remember that part in the movie, which I also didn't get. But, uh... Api Chapong, you know, vehemently refused to cut anything. And, you know, I love what he said. He sa- I found this article that he said to the Bangkok Post. He said, I, as a filmmaker, treat my works as I do my own sons or daughters. I don't care if people are fond of them or despise them as long as I created them with my best intentions and efforts. I love that. I love that. He also says, you know, there was no reason to uh, mutilate them in fear of the system. Otherwise, there was no reason for one to continue making art. Boom. I love that. I love what he says there. I love that. I love that. I love that. You read so much about these poor filmmakers just trying to get their art across. And then, you know, you have the MPAA or you have these board people, board of censors in this case, you know, or these producers, anyone who come in and go, yeah, no, you got to change this. You got to change that or else we're not going to release it. It, it. Imagine doing it. Put yourself in that situation. Imagine you worked your butt off making this movie. It's not going to be for everyone, but you did it. You just want it to get released. And then someone comes in and says, no, we won't release it unless you change these things. Can you imagine how frustrating that would be? I would definitely lose my shit if someone did that to me. I would be like, no, I'm not changing it. <laughs> so good for Api Chapung. I mean, I really like that he, do- he does that. And he is... He's a gifted director. I'm going to give him credit for that. Uh, I I just I just did not understand it. I did not understand this movie. I did not understand Memoria. You know, he has an incredible visual eye. I also, you know, read... I, I think here's the other thing. Sometimes when movies are this heavy, this abstract... No, not heavy. That's the wrong word. When movies are this abstract, sometimes I just can't... I, I I can't, period. I can't. <laughs> and like I read what people say, like what critics say, and even what 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 they say, I don't understand. And like, you know, for example, The Guardian said, Syndromes in the Century is a poem on screen. Yes, it is. I agree. A film of ideas and visual tropes that upends conventional narrative expectations. Yes. Not out of a simple desire to disconcert, but to break through the carapace pass, is that how you say that word, of normality, to give us the night's move away from reality that the Russian formalist said was the prerogative of art. What are you talking about? <laughs> what does that mean? I, I just, I don't get that, you know, and like, I went on Rotten Tomatoes too. Yeah, this movie was really well-reviewed. A lot of, cri- made sight and sounds list. But, you know, the good reviews, again, it's like, I understand why they like them, but I still have issues. You know, Daily Telegraph in the UK, they said, 
the movie, you know, you should revel in the movie's uh, evocation of warm, wistful moods, its sly sense of humor, and its fierce commitment to creating a mystical cinema far from the orthodoxies of both independent and mainstream cinema. Financial Times, don't think of it as a film. Think of it as a series of paintings that talk to each other rapidly and quietly. Gar- uh, no, I already wrote about, th- I already talked about The Guardian. Um, Empire Magazine, knowingly enigmatic. Yes, I agree. BBC.com, these are all like British reviews. I don't, sorry, that's not intentional. This portrait of life is all about the yin and the yang, so it follows that for everyone who finds it dull, there are those who will be captivated. I just, I found it dull. I really did. Um, every director is allowed to film movies their own way. They can make creative, poetic, gorgeous movies however they want. You know, I rolled my eyes, but at the same time, I understand those critic, those good critical reviews. Because, yeah, Syndrome's in the Century and Memoria, you know, Memoria. Sorry, I don't know if I'm saying it right. Again, they evoke something. They literally evoke something. Unfortunately for me, they evoke sleepiness. Yeah, like actual, like, spellbinding sleepiness. It's a good thing and it's a bad thing. Um, I don't know. Now, look, there are two more of Apichapong's movies on this list, I think. Uh, I believe so. I have to double check. I am going to, I have nothing bad to say against this guy, of course. Of course I don't. And, you know, I am curious to see more of his movies. I really am. I don't care if movies don't follow narrative tropes or, or you know, if they want to be out there and weird and slow. You can, you can be slow. Drive My Car, that movie from 2021, three hours long, Japanese, all subtitles, not a real huge story in it, all talking, talk, 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 all movie. I loved it. It's one of my favorite movies of 2021. It wholeheartedly deserved best uh, international feature film at the Oscars. Amazing movie. You know, I think with Apichapong, though, I'm not, I'm not meshing well with uh, his style of filmmaking, but you know what? Miracles can happen. Maybe his next movie, I will look back at this episode and go, gee, Matt, you were so mean and awful and stupid. You never know. You never know. Every artist's movie uh, is movies are different. They're all different. Some are better than others. Uh, who knows? Do I recommend this movie? Yes, I do. I do recommend it because Appy Chopong is, you know, in in a in a world all by. No, that's no. What am I trying to say? That sounds depressing. In a world all by himself. No, he's not in a world all by himself. He fits. There's no other genre to put him in, his filmmaking, you know? That's kind of the, an easier Cliff Notes analysis of, of him <laughs> that I know. And I've seen interviews of this guy, too. He's a re- He seems like a really cool guy. Uh, but yeah, I would recommend this movie. But, you know, as you can tell, yes, it's going to be very slow. Do not expect a narrative. Expect to be confused um, unless you're just a cinematic, you know, genius. Are there cinematic geniuses? No. None of us are smart. No. I'm just kidding. No. They, they give it a chance. 
give it a chance, honestly, especially if you love movies as much as I do, if you are a movie buff, if you especially love international cinema. I mean, this is a Thai movie. When I don't think I had ever seen a Thai movie before. Glad I did. Even though I didn't like it, I'm glad I did. I've really, um, you know, Appy Chapong, wow, I've said his name at least a thousand times in this, these 35 minutes. He's given me something to talk about. He really, really has. And I think I can see now why a lot of people do love him so much, because his movies are kind of magical in a way. Magical, but just, you know, a little too slow for me. So anyway, Syndrome's in the Century. Give it a chance if you want to. If you're too afraid, uh, or afraid, no, don't be afraid. Um, if you're too just against it and, and you know, you're not into slow movies, I totally get it. But if you do want to watch Syndrome's in the Century, it's available to stream on Canopy. Canopy uh, with a K. I just said that in my last episode, too, for uh, the movie Nostalgia for the Light, which I liked a lot more. Really good movie. Uh... Both of these movies, though, you can watch on, sorry, Syndrome's in the Century and the last movie, Nostalgia for the Light. No, no, I don't want to say that. Sorry. Stand by. Hold on. Okay. Syndrome's, it's been a long day. Syndrome's in the Century, you can watch for free on Canopy. Canopy, though, you need to have a library card. If you don't have a library card, borrow your mom or your dad's or your sister's or your girlfriend's or your brother's or your teacher's or your, or your, or your neighbor's. I don't know. Do it. If you still don't want to do it, get a library card. It's important, okay? Support our libraries. Seriously, I'm being serious. Do that. Give it a chance. Give this movie a chance and give your library a chance too. I'm going to end this episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, tell everyone you know about it. Put an ad out for this podcast. (laughs) Maybe not this episode because this kind of was not one of my favorite movies to watch and review, but, um, yeah, this is fun though, you guys, and you know what, I'm not gonna like every single thing that I see, and that's what makes this job very fun, job, (laughs) I get paid a lot for this, yeah, I get paid in nickels, um, nickels and dimes, no, it's been great, I hope you all have an amazing day, night, wherever you are, if you're in outer space, I hope you are alive and okay, I'm wearing a helmet with oxygen, yeah, okay, Where did that come from? I have no idea. All right, I got to go meditate now. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.